Today is the 5th of May 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to follow. You'll pick it up as we go along. Before we start, don't forget you can download the script. If you'd like to follow along with it in your hands, there's a download button in the show notes. Click the button, you'll get a PDF, it'll come up. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, then again, uh, the support button is in the show notes. We would really appreciate your help. And finally, if you'd like any more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. All the information is there. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? It's a beautiful morning, Lord. Just a small reminder of what those very first moments and those very first mornings must have been like. Cool, peaceful and without fear. Today, Father, take us back to that place of peace. That place where we can walk without worry about disease or death. Where we can simply be again. That's a beautiful morning, Lord. Thank you for today. Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What is your deepest desire? My desire at the moment is peace, really deep peace. And probably one of the reasons why I enjoy the morning so much. Those of you who have seen the video that we made about how we make an episode of Walking the Way will have seen that I get, a, I get up around 5 a.m. Lots of people do. I'm not alone. I get up early, not just so that I can worship with you as I produce the podcast, but also because of the peace and quiet. Deb, my wife, gets up about 6.30 and then at eight, all chaos breaks loose when we get the kids up. So I really enjoy the peace and quiet and the chance to get some peace and quiet in the morning. Peace seems generally to be in short supply at the moment. There's a lot of quiet around and a lot of stillness, but not a lot of peace. And yet Paul today is telling us to bring everything to God, to bring all our hopes and our fears and our doubts and to lay them at the feet of God. And then our peace will come knowing that God has heard every prayer. It may not come immediately, but that's the thing about peace. It's like the sunrise. It slowly dawns on us. But if we're not careful, the kids get up and it's chaos again. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's reading, we start the book of Acts.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Father, the psalmists write that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. As our heavenly Father, open our eyes this morning so that we can see where you would have us go. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New International Version, and today we're reading Acts 1, but just a little bit of background behind the book of Acts. The author, as we discussed earlier this year, is Luke, the same person who wrote the Gospel. And it's dated somewhere between 60 AD, the early 60s, and about 80 AD. Some scholars point to the fact that Luke hasn't recorded Paul's death as a clue that it's written earlier rather than later. Now, we read from the beginning that Luke is writing to Theophilus, and we talked about Theophilus when we talked about Luke, how he's a man of God, but it's unlikely that this was written, it's unlikely that it was written purely for Theophilus. It's more likely that this was written to a wider audience and that Theophilus was the patron of the book. Luke essentially records the effects that the resurrection and Pentecost had on the original followers of Jesus, and as a result of that, the explosive expansion of the church after Pentecost. But I think it's important to realize that Luke is written from his own first-hand experiences, and so it brings it to life, and I'm hoping that it does the same for you. But let's dive into the book of Acts, shall we? Acts 1. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of forty days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion when he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered round him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It's not for you to know the times or dates the father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, Why do you stand there looking at the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you saw him go into heaven. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day's walk from the city. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. There present were Peter, John, James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot and Judas son of James. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the woman and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brothers. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about a 120, and said, Brothers and sisters, the scripture had to be fulfilled 
in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. With the payment he had received for his wickedness, Judas bought a field. There he fell headlong, his body burst open and all his intestines spilled out. Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this, so they called that field in their language Akaldama, that is, field of blood. For, said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, May his place be deserted, let there be no one to dwell in it, and may another take his place of leadership. Therefore it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us for one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. They nominated two men, Joseph called Barsabas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everybody's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry, which Jesus left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and the lot fell on Matthias so he was added to the eleven apostles. We're going to have our second piece of music to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention, and then after the music we're going to say our prayers for today. Before we pray today, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. Check the show notes for all the contact details. The links are there. If you click the links, it'll take you to wherever you need to go. 
We're going to remember Ben and Rebecca again today. And then we're going to offer up our prayers. So let's pray. Lord, we think about Ben and Rebecca. We ask, Lord, that you would be working in the background to make sure that Ben gets released. Father, we pray for Rebecca as she waits patiently in the UK, knowing that she can't visit Ben because of the current crisis. That you would just bring her comfort and peace. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear Lord, You are the just judge, holy and true. You are the most high God. You gave us life. You hold all power in your hands. You are the mighty one from God who carries the world and is ruler over all the earth. You, O most blessed one, are the giver of life. In you are only good things. In you is mercy and love. In you is healing of the nations. In you is freedom of worry and freedom of pain. Lord Almighty, you loved us so much. You were sent from your Father, sent to save us from destruction. We truly can never make it to heaven without the help of Jesus the Son, who was sent to earth to help us. You, Lord, are full of mercy and grace. Please forgive us for our faults, Lord Jesus. In you, all healing is performed, Lord. You, Lord, are the miracle worker. In your spirit, your gift of healing is alive. In you, Lord, we can put our trust that you can heal us and protect us. You, Lord Jesus, are miracle worker for the sick and the lost souls. You, Lord, forgive us and save us. You cleanse us and you make us born again new. You give us a clean heart full of peace. You are the light. In you is all truth. Your way, Lord, is the way to heavenly hope. Your hands created the universe. You, Lord, are the true giver of life. Every child, every life rests in your hands. Wrap us as a close-knit family. Draw us near to you and bind us with your loving hands. You are the vine and we are the branches. Your words, Lord, are truth and life. So today, help us to put our trust in you. You are the greatest physician. You heal, you protect, you care, you love, you are kind, you are patient, you are thoughtful, you are strength. You, Lord, are our creator. You know our thoughts, our sighings, our cryings, and every hair on our head. You are wonderful. And you make all good things for us. Heal us, Lord. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.
you've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.